Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. It's after 9 o'clock, hawkfanatic.com. Brought to you by Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek. Patrick Eads and his great crew there. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Falbo Brothers Pizza, Mike's Lock, and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his crew at Suple's site again remodeling. Suple's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxio Kid in the Amanas. Players, Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Henry's Painting, and Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental, and Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter along with Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Really glad to see both of you guys chipper, One day. bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. One you day. If I'm bright-eyed, I'm wearing my shades. Yeah. Wearing shades. You always bring a ray of sunshine into this building. I so much so I have to block it out with the shades. Yeah. So you have a yeah. glow. A glow to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm angry. I'm pissed off. Well, it's an angry glow. I'm well, just after that speech last night. I'm just pissed. Yeah. I just want to fight people. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I was going from the Purdue game back to angry Biden. And there, there was more emotion and anger with Biden than there was. In that. And that was a great game. I loved oh, it. Oh, it sure was. Yeah. It was fun to watch. I didn't really care who won that much. I did pick Purdue to win, and they had their chances. They did. It was a, a real good game. It was fun, and I look forward to tonight's Illinois-Indiana game. But it was fun going from that, and then I'd go back to Biden. He's just yelling and screaming and just <laughs> – He's at it. He's at it. And I, it's funny. I'm not going to talk politics other than this. It's funny, though, that he's being ripped for not unifying when the other side rips all the time and don't have any yeah. so, so it's almost like Trump's the only one that's allowed to do that in some people's eyes. And I don't get that. I want us to unify, but well, I mean, he was, but he did separate the Republicans from the mega Republicans. He did, but you got to wonder though if something like this will backfire on him. Yeah, you know. But people that support Biden will probably continue to support him. No, I wonder about the twenty to thirty percent in the middle that can go in direction. Who knows what they're people like me? Who knows? Yeah. Now I would never vote for Trump, but you know, I. 
I'm, I'm not just somebody who's just straight Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Right. I don't vote that way. I've right? never voted that way before. Well, I will this time, but I never have before. I just thought it was just he was angry, just not angry saying, Biden. I'm not sending a man that when he's done with his term, he'll be 95. Who's that? <laughs> Grassley. Oh, he's 88. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's older than the he's. I, you know, I have a hard years older time. than Mitch, than the Stones. <laughs> Yeah, I have a hard enough time doing this show, and I'm 73. Mick Jagger was eight <laughs> years you, old. Can you imagine if I was eight? Mick Jagger was eight years old when <laughs> Chuck Grassley graduated from high school. <laughs> what do you think of that? There you go. <laughs> All right, let's get our Cubs fixed, and then we'll talk about the college football. Hello. No Cubs fix. They didn't oh, play. Oh, that's right. It was Thursday. Oh, hey. They don't play on Thursdays cool. usually. Cool. Let's yeah. talk about something else. Well, <clears throat> they just didn't. But I watched that Purdue game. First, I started to watch the Minnesota game, and it looked to me like they had that one taken care of. 38 nothing. And so then I uh, turned over and watched the Purdue game, and I saw Charlie Jones in there, and they talked a lot about him. Well, he, he had did. 12 catches. They had to. No, he had a real good game uh, receiving-wise. Didn't do anything on the return Is end of things. Is that the main reason why you left, so you could play more? Well, that's what he said, yeah. Yeah. Well, not play. Yeah, and, just be and a have more targets. Just have so. more targets and a more productive offense. Uh, and is it supposed to be hotter than crap tomorrow? No, no. no. Yeah. Today no, it's going to not- be humid. Today it's going to be hot. Uh, Ninety degrees. We uh, could have some storms tonight, uh, and then uh, tomorrow, uh, humid, low eighties. So we're supposed to have a graveside funeral for my brother, my oldest brother. And that's going to be hot because it's right out in the sun. Well, I'm sorry yeah. to hear uh, yeah. hear about your loss. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, he uh, he had a rough life. He was the oldest one, and he had a rough life, and he ended up over at Lantern Park. And he kept wanting to come live with me, and I told him as soon as he got better, he could come live with me. So he was going to work real hard on getting better. Well, I'm sorry it didn't work out yeah. for him. Yeah, but anyway, um, I think I think we'll win tomorrow. I certainly hope so. <laughs> I mean, it's not a given. And what time is that thing supposed to be? This that dinner uh, today? The dinner. That fry fest or whatever that was. Oh, that God. I forgot, That's that. I forgot all about that. I, I forgot all about Fry Fest. I would imagine it's going on right now. Yeah. No, it's the, well, yeah, that's going on right now. But the um, but the dinner, I think the doors are supposed to open sometime I, at 11 or I, something. I'm like afraid that. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. I am about. looking it Sorry. up right now. Okay. Uh, they obviously don't advertise Fry Fest on here, do they? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I, I've covered it sometimes, but I don't cover it every year. I mean, actually, okay. I had a booth one year out there. Fryfest, uh, let's see, uh, doesn't open uh, till nine forty-five. Uh, it goes till three forty-five. The Hall of Fame uh, panel uh, is well. That's uh, supposed to meet somewhere around two. That no, it's on. A, it's at ten. Also, Fryfest Games pickleball tournament at ten. The, what, about, what about the luncheon? Well, I'm looking. Uh, <laughs> Ten o'clock is the uh, games backs. 
you sound like my wife. <laughs> you know, let me look. In the Hall of Fame panel, that's the. At, the we, we can only tolerate so much time. That's the former athletes who are being inducted into yeah. this year's Hall of Fame. Right? Yeah. I think yeah. there's like six to eight of them or something like that. And the Iowa women's wrestling autograph session at 10, Hall of Fame autograph session uh, at uh, 1045, Dan Gable autograph session at 11. Uh, I Club Luncheon with Coach Ferentz. Uh, is at uh, and that's a ticketed event in a in a different ballroom. Uh, that's at uh, eleven thirty. And uh, doors open at eleven. Yeah, well, the, right. the doors open at nine forty-five. Well, uh, not to the luncheon. No, I don't know when the doors open to the lunch. It just says the luncheon at eleven thirty. Okay. Then there's a, a kids zone at one o'clock. Uh, uh, stories on uh, Christine Grant and 50 Years of uh, Women's Athletics at 1.30. Uh, and then at 2.30, preseason preview with Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak. Uh, and then Hawkeye Trivia at 4, 4.30. And then it they goes, just have a full yeah. day. Yeah, yeah they it, do. It goes, yeah, it, it, it keeps like, going It's like on. that every year. Do they have their fireworks tonight? Uh it doesn't mention anything about fireworks. There's a concert um, featuring Restless Road. Dogs on Skis is uh, gonna is gonna play before Restless Road, so Nikki will be. And then they're supposed yeah. to have a field hockey day game today at three, and that's gonna be hotter than heck. Yeah, yeah. You'll want to. Be down there close to when they spray the field. It's a Hawkeye weekend, though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Have hey, a good weekend. Thank you, Karen. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, I'd forgotten about Fry Fest. Uh, yeah. Of course, it was easy when we were down there because we were right in the middle of it. So, you know, I spent a well, lot of time there. I never... T- never saw anything about it on TV, either. I haven't... S- I've seen a little bit, not much... And like I said, there's been years where I knew it was... Well, like last yeah. year, I was part of a panel that spoke there. There was me and three or four other journalists who were looking back at the Hayden Fry years. Me and I think it was Rick Brown, Mike Halas, Steve Batterson, I think we were the ones that did it. So yeah, I knew about it. But no, this year I saw a commercial maybe two days ago, and I'm like, that's right. Oh, now, yeah. in fair, they don't average... If they advertised on here, you'd probably well, know yeah, it was oh, coming. Well, yeah, I know it yeah, was but, going I mean, on, but they don't... But they don't yeah. they don't seem to really advertise it much. So maybe they don't need to. Maybe it just kind of supports maybe. itself. Maybe. Hello. Pickle balls is the secret okay. service code name for Grassway. <laughs> okay. No. That's call one. <laughs> and he gets a bell. He gets two. He gets two. They better be good. He gets two during Hawk Fanatic or two during the whole morning. What if they're both good? Then I'll give them three. So okay. it's like it's like but if three's you, the limit. It's like if you threw a challenge on the field, you don't. If you yeah. win, you get you yeah. keep, to keep that. He, challenge. by the way, will be uh, speaking at Fry Fest today at uh, one forty-five. As who? Uh, he'll be uh, calling fake Hayden. He'll be calling Bodelak. <laughs> Is it part of the fake caller panel? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fry Fest. There is. There's a fake uh, caller. Is that the first time he's gone after Grassley? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was That's a pretty good territory yeah, for him. It may be. I thought like it was the story we had about the wide receivers. We don't know what we've got yet. He's testing some stuff out. I thought it was very solid. Yeah. Very solid. 
So, yeah. Um, we've already killed 10 minutes. <laughs> you counting it. Phones are just ringing off the hook, and we've killed 10 minutes, and I've done nothing. Hello? <laughs> okay. Panelist number two. Okay. Are you uh, angry? Get angry. Were you angry last night? Listening to? No, I was angry listening to the crap. Uh, you know, everything he said, uh, I don't think he should apologize for the fascist thing because it is what it is. I don't. I never thought that uh, Hillary should have apologized for deplorables. No. I didn't know she did. I mean, I, I yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. I'm just joking. I, I mean, I didn't watch much of the speech. Now, I would have if the game wasn't on, I, but the game was on. And it Biden, was a good one. And it was a good game. I the, watched that, and I watched uh, the tennis. You think Biden was getting updates on the Purdue-Penn State game during his speech? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serena plays today, right? Yeah. I saw she and Venus lost yesterday, but yeah, um, yeah I was listening to them promote the match. I mean, she's playing against a – Really good player who's really good baseline, what have you. The the so-called analyst on CNN this morning said that it's going to be slim to none chance of her winning this thing. I'm Well, I, she beat the number two seed already. I would never rule Serena. I was thinking yeah. about this. In the last 30 years, she's the greatest athlete of any sport. Better than Tiger because Tiger was going to be, but then he hit the wall when he had all the personal problems. She's won 23 Grand Slam titles. Yeah. Think about that. It, she's, she's the great. I think she's the greatest since 1990. I mean, who who that would Tiger, Tiger? You have to Tom consider. Brady. Tom Brady. Now for Tom sure. Brady's different because it's a team sport, but he's right up there. Um, who else are we thinking? Uh, Usain Bolt. That would be my other choice. Yeah. You could make a strong case for Usain Bolt being even better than Serena. His what he did in the sprints and three Olympics is just. I don't think we'll ever see that. He holds almost every sprinting record, 100 and 200, with times that are just unbelievable. But those would be Tiger, Serena Williams, Usain Bolt. Who would be your mount? That would be. So what if if Serena comes out and wins this thing? That's that. Well, that, that just even does that put her over Usain Bolt? Possibly. Those would be my two though. If I'm doing the Mount Ever- Mount Rushmore, Mount Everest, Mount Rushmore since 1990, it would be Serena, Usain Bolt, Tiger Woods, and that fourth one. Would it be Bray? I mean, it would probably be. I mean, it would probably be Tom Brady. You know who uh, else? Probably you, so. You know who else you could make a strong case for? Kale Sanderson, undefeated Olympic champion. I mean, if you were doing Dan, yeah, if you were doing the Mount Rushmore back from seventy to two thousand, Dan Gable would certainly mm, yes be in there too. And yes. I was trying to think about that the other day. But you, but Usain Bolt and Serena Williams and Tiger Woods to me, those are the three you just start. No, with. I, I think you're without spot question. On. I mean, Serena's incredible. I, I've. I watched King Richard. I mean, it, it, did you guys see it? Yeah, I did. I liked it. Was I got bored at times. I, 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 I got bored sometimes, but it was a good movie, and everything that he said was going to happen, happened. Isn't that just everything, bizarre? Everything that he said. Now, I'm assuming they embellished a little bit to make the movie better, but for the most part, I've read the script was pretty on course. And everything he said no, was going to happen. happened. Yeah, and she is just fantastic. You know, Pat, you brought up the movie the other day, and it's kind of that you just mentioned you saw it and you thought it was good, but it did win Academy Awards because was that's he, what Will Smith won for. But 
Nobody remembers that. Oh, I knew he won the Academy Award for it, not because I came in the next day saying, you know, I liked the movie. I thought he did good. I didn't. It didn't jump out to me as an Academy Award-winning performance. I yeah. thought it was solid. I, I would agree with that. It just didn't. It just it didn't have that for me. But I still. The, every movie Will Smith is in, he does a good job of acting. I just think it's yeah. funny that. Nobody remembers. No, you're right for that because of the other thing. No, that is true. Yeah. I, kept, I kept. Why doesn't he do slapstick? Well, I yeah. kept waiting for him to smack one of his daughters in the movie. You know, he could remake Slap Shot. <laughs> he, he could. Yeah. I don't he, know if you could make that movie today. Could do the uh, Life and Times of Slappy White. Yeah. Is he ever going to live this down? <laughs> no. And he no, shouldn't. And he shouldn't. You don't think he'll ever be in big movies any again? No, or? he'll be in big movies. No. But this will always be in the first paragraph. Yeah. Of his well, he, listen, him and Jamie Foxx, who's a, a good actor and everything, real I'm not good. taking away from him, but boy, I can't. In real life, I just can't stand to watch them in real life. They are so consumed with themselves. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I don't follow him enough to know yeah. either. I don't, pay, true. Yeah. I don't pay any attention to Jamie Foxx. Uh, it's just, I, just, I couldn't care less it, what he does. No, I was, he was great as Ray Charles. Oh, he's a great sure actor. Was. Yeah, that was He's a great, great actor. I mean, there were times where I'm watching that movie, kind of like with um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, Jesus, it's almost like that is Ray Charles. Yeah. And the the guy who did Freddie Mercury, Rami, what? Yeah. Rami Malek. One of yeah. the greatest act. That, to me, is an Academy Award winning performance. That jumped out at me way more than King Richard did, if that makes any sense. Well, he sure embodied uh, Freddie, didn't he? He sure did. And he, he won the Oscar for that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Because I, I think so. had he not... I think Biden would have ripped the Oscars last night for not picking him, and he would have been pissed off <laughs> and said that they got to stop doing what they're doing. <laughs> I saw, um, what was it on? It was on one of the MTV channels, uh, and they were showing Queen only with Adam Lambert. Uh-huh. And honest to God, I mean, no, he's not. Well, you guys the, have praised he's him. He's not the performer that Freddie Mercury was. You can't even begin But to his him. freaking voice got great it's, voice. Oh, it's great just, singer. Yeah. But he ain't Freddie Mercury. Let's don't even well, he says think he, about going He there. says he's not. Good. I'm glad that he, he says that. No, he says he's not. there's only one Brian May says, you know, they wouldn't be doing Queen if it wasn't for Adam Lambert. They wouldn't have resurrected Greatest him. front man ever. You know. And that Queen's not my favorite band of all time, but wouldn't you say he's the greatest front man ever? Boy, he's got to be right up there, doesn't he? I mean, and I don't like Mick Jagger personally. Oh, Mick's got to be. But he's got to be. He's got to be in the, in the top. He has to be in the discussion. Yeah. Um, Freddie Mercury, Mick Jagger. I'm not, I wouldn't put Robert Plant in there, even though I love Robert Plant and Zeppelin way more. Same no. with Morrison, Poop or Pee or Vomit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't want him up front, man. Uh, no, uh, you, want well, him. you want him behind you. <laughs> yeah. Well, not unless he's peeing. Well, if he's peeing, or, you want him in front of you. Or maybe a side man. <laughs> I guess you don't. You, you don't really want him behind you because he could he could yeah. puke and pee on you, and you wouldn't see it coming. But who are those two hills would who? Be- so obviously a, a band, but that with a, a singer that I mean, Roger is very da- yeah Roger Daltrey I don't think is in there. No. Do you? I'm try- no, probably not. I'm tra- thinking of the greatest bands of all time and who their lead singers are. And to me, Mick and Freddie, I take Freddie over Mick, even though Mick has lasted. I mean, Freddie. Freddie was in mu- I mean, he didn't even do it for two decades. Mixon is like what seventh decade, <laughs> sixth decade. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Freddie Mercury Queen started in what seventy three. Yeah, I don't he was think dead there's ninety one. I don't think there's ever been a, a better rock voice than Freddie Mercury. No, better Hello? rock singer. No, I agree. Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, uh, okay, not for me, but you know, if that's your choice. You know, if, you know, that's your choice. Yeah, but I uh, he's got, no. 
<laughs> what would Biden say? Would he angrily say no? <laughs> Woke. No, he was pissed. Yeah. Woke. Woke has turned to pissed. <laughs> Hello. I would definitely say Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean a lot I think yeah. a lot of people would. Yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. For, I don't think for he me personally he's not, yeah, there's been a few songs that have really resonated for me but really not really for and me. I guess he when really I think of Bruce Springsteen any. I don't think of the E Street Band I think of Bruce Springsteen you know he I'm, really hasn't had for as many albums as he's got and the albums are you know I, I like all of them but he hasn't had that many hits no um, I like that song he's got out now what. Um, Ghost. Ghost? That's yeah. a, I, I like that. I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, but I like that song. I, yeah, I saw him, well, KFMH presented him before anybody knew at, at Hatcher. It was a hell of a show. My favorite I mean, Springsteen song just, is I'm on Fire, and it's like two minutes great long. Great song. Yeah. It's like two, two minutes, minutes 20 seconds. Yeah. Hello? Gavin. <laughs> no, Tom Gavin <laughs> is not the greatest <laughs> front man what was his band? <laughs> it was it was a band of, of they, anger. They were angry. <laughs> yeah, I think they were K I N F, weren't they? Yeah. So Tom Gavin and yeah. the Angry Bidens was that what it was? <laughs> All right. Well, we got to we, um, we better get to the Hawks since it's the day before the okay. game. Okay. But that was interesting watching Charlie Jones last night, and I knew Twitter would just light up. I didn't tweet anything. I. I, I stayed away it, from Twitter. I'm sure it was a... It, well, there was different narratives being out there. There were some saying Brian Ferentz should be ashamed when you see how this guy's being utilized. But there's also, hey, traitor, good riddance. You notice you lost the game. Take your stats. And I mean, there's all different types of narratives out there. But he did look pretty good. He looked he pretty smooth. And some of those catches he made were tough catches and great throws. Yep. Now, O'Connell did only complete about 52% of it. He threw... What did he throw? Almost 30, 30 incomplete. He was 29 of 58, I believe. That's a lot of incompletions. That is. So that's only 50%. And they ran for like 62. Because at one point, he was like 18 for 23 Yeah, or but something. as the game progressed, he just, um, he just he struggled at times. And Tyrone basically kind of played the same role he played at Iowa. He looks like he's their fifth or maybe and fourth he, or fifth he receiver. he had a drop in he there. He had one drop at least, and then the other one. He could have caught it, but the defender also made a play. But it just seems like the balls that were coming to him just weren't being caught. And eventually, they just—he wasn't in a lot at the end. And uh, I think the kick return schemes at Iowa helped Charlie. Well, it's hard to say because almost every kick last night went into were a touchback, and every punt he fair catch because it was just such good. Their kicking game was incredible last night. Yeah, they, it was. They, they neutralized him. I mean, he—I don't think any—he didn't return any kicks because they all went over his head. And like I said, I think he. He fair caught every punt, but except for one, maybe. Except for one, yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, but no, I, I don't, I don't think it's too early to read and say that Iowa's schemes are better. I, they, I give Penn State credit for taking him out of the return game with great kicking. That's what they were able to do, and I mean their kicker just was putting those things into the stands almost. And so yeah, they, uh, but you know Charlie still had what twelve catches for one hundred and twenty six yards and a TD and a TD. He looked really good. He yes, looked, he did. He looked like an NFL wide receiver. Last he, night, I he mean, looked awfully good. Great hands, and a lot of Iowa fans are asking how he wasn't starting. Well, that's the coaches need to answer that. I don't have an answer for that. I mean, because Charlie did with Iowa, he had 21, 21 catches for two hundred and thirty some yards. He did not do. He had over 
half of his catches last night, he's halfway to matching what he did at Iowa last year. Well, part of the difference is Purdue's offense is much, much more explosive than Iowa's. It's much more uh, wide open, and it's much, they throw a lot more passes. Well, they do. Well, yeah, that's true. Now, Petrus has had games where he's throwing 50 passes, 35. I mean, they're, they're just have an offense that seems like the receivers get open quicker, and they're just open a lot more. And But they still lost. That it does. And so, I mean, we'll just have to see what I, – like, I don't think Iowa's going to come out and all of a sudden look like basketball on grass tomorrow. I know there's always that hope, it seems like, because, you know, we read – we wrote during spring ball how they got this new guy in helping with the quarterbacks and how everything's better and how the routes are better and they're doing this. But we do that every year. Every spring and every preseason – part of the narrative is talking about what changes are being made to make things better. And that's what you, we write about that every year. And then the season will tell us if that happens. So one of the things I found interesting, the quarterback guru, I can't, I can never remember his name. The, the guy they bought in. Um, you mean the, John, the, the, the guy that used to work with Wisconsin. Oh, John Budmar. He's, yeah. He, well, yeah, he's there. He's they're paying him now. He's an analyst. Yeah, and I, you know, I find it ironic that Wisconsin, who was never known for great, incredible quarterback, other than play, Wilson, Russell other Wilson, other than Russell Wilson. Well, yeah, and then he went to Colorado State for one year, and they didn't really do much. But he's being promoted by some as the savior. The, yes, he is. But I think that's a narrative that. Some people want out there. And don't you find that interesting, though? I find it sort of, but I find it more just predictable. That's the there's always this hope and this silver lining when you have trouble. And there's some people in the media that like to push that stuff. I get it. I want to wait and see. I mean, to me, John Budmeyer hasn't done anything to make me think that he's going to fix everything that's Iowa's problem. And some will say, and this isn't necessarily me, but some will say, okay, you promote the offensive coordinator. To the quarterback coach, you give him that responsibility. He's making almost a million a year. Why does he need an analyst who's making sixteen grand a month for? Why, why do you need an analyst when you've got the offensive coordinator who's also the quarterback coach? I mean, there's that argument out there too. And, uh, fair enough. And I think that's a fair argument. I, it's interesting. It's almost like they hired this Budmar because they know Brian's lacking that experience. Well, if he's lacking that, then maybe why he, promote him? Why? Prom- yeah, I mean, that's one of the arguments that's out there. Now, I'm sure some people, oh, there's Hardy again, hating on the fair. No, that's just, that's legitimate debate, though, it don't sure you think? Is. Of course. I mean, because that Budmeier, I think the Register did it. They did a Freedom of Information. I think he's making sixteen grand a month for six months, and it comes out to be like just under $100,000 a year to basically be an analyst for the offensive coordinator to help coach the quarterbacks. And so we'll see. I mean, I but that's I mean, some are, and a lot of the media asked players about Budmar. What are they going to say? <laughs> oh man, he sucks. I don't know. I why. don't know why they bought him in. <laughs> and, and, and I get that, and I get that. And but sometimes to me, those stories I kind of take them with a grain of salt because I need to see it first. I need to see because they're always going to say things are great when a new guy comes in. Well, they have. To. They yeah. have to. I they mean, have what, to. you know, and and there's so many of those stories. Like, I mean. And I do it, too, when you ask someone, well, do you think your offense is going to be um, – think you're going to – what makes you think – or do you think your offense is going to be better this year? You've struggled less. When you ask a player that during, like, media day, what – no, I think we're going to continue to suck. Yeah, I'm not getting the – I'm not feeling the, this team this year. I think we're, we're in trouble. I hope our defense can hold opponents to, like, two points a game because we blow. I mean, they're not – they're going to no. say – and then you write a story about, oh, these things are better, the routes are better. There's a, but I still – I'm to the point now with Iowa's offense and with Brian Ferentz and everything, i got to see it. I, nothing I read, nothing I hear – 
nothing on nothing I read in a paper, nothing I hear if there's a I don't care if he does a ten hour podcast with somebody, I need to see it on the field before I'm gonna say there's changes being changes are happening. Now, I still have Iowa winning nine games and I'm still I'm still okay with that. I'm close what the hell is that? That's my phone. For some reason, that just triggers sometimes. I have <laughs> no idea. It's like 2001. I didn't understand. <laughs> What's that? So, um, no, I respect people. That when I came here, when a new guy comes to anything, football, or, or when I came here, you know, you expect the staff to say, oh, this is going to be great, and this staff didn't. When I when I came here, the new staff did not embrace your. No, they did not. not no, but no, that I, I get res- that. But I like when you that. add people, you're gonna pro- oh, you're gonna promote whoever. Oh, they're good. It's not gonna like oh no, we hired this person, but man, he or she sucks. But yeah. you know that I get it. That's part of it. But like I said, <laughs> that doesn't make it true. I need to see. I mean, are you convinced that the offense is going to be lights out now or much well, better of because not. of this analyst? Of course not. I would not like it to be somewhat better. I would like it just to be average. Our, our offensive line just has got to improve this year. Yeah, and I, I did my to. position breakdowns, and I gave South Dakota State the advantage at quarterback. I don't. You have to overlook the fact that they're uh, uh, FCS. Mm-hmm. you got to overlook that. But that's the story. If Iowa loses tomorrow, that's the storyline. God, we lost to an FCS. Yes. Team. That's the only <sighs> narrative that's going to matter. That's what happened with North Dakota State. But I gave them the edge at quarterback. I gave them the edge at running back because we haven't seen enough of Gavin mm-hmm. and LaShawn. That Isaiah Davis ran in their two different seasons for 1,500 yards last year. They got a receiver that had 1,100 y- receiving yards. A twin brother had 600 receiving yards. I gave them the advantage at receiver. I could have given them the advantage at tight end, too, because their tight end caught more passes than Laporta, and their backup is incredibly 6'7", 260. I gave Iowa the edge at tight end because I believe Laporta is one of the best in the country, and that's where I let the power five thinking at some point I think Iowa deserves the benefit of the doubt in positions because it is a power five team going up against an FCS. I also gave Iowa the edge on the offensive line, even though that team returns two All-Americans. To me, an Iowa power five offensive line, even if it's been mediocre, is better on paper than a South Dakota state line that has to replace three starters. That's kind of how I looked at that. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I gave Iowa the edge on everything. And, but it's going to be – it'll be interesting to see. I don't see this game being a route – but I do. I would not be surprised if Iowa won thirty-one to ten. I have a twenty-seven ten. I have twenty-eight thirteen. That's the fun. I've changed. I think at one point I had thirty-one thirteen. I would love to see Spencer come out and have a good game. You guys know where I stand on him. I'm. I, I acknowledge that he's really struggled. But man, if there's ever been a player I'm pulling for, it's Spencer Petrus. Just because I think he represents so much of what is good about Hawkeye football, about college sports, and he's had a rough go, man. He's. He's never had a chance to really be embraced by the fans because of his performance, and that's unfortunate because the fans would love him if they just knew. But part of it is you got to play. I get it. Yeah. You gotta, Chuck Long is beloved by Iowa fans because he played well. you got to play. you got to deliver. And Spencer knows that, and this is his chance, and we'll see what happens. Now, I feel for him because I don't know if he's going to have a running game. He's got – you could argue right now on paper Iowa's got the worst receiving core, and that's no knock on Alec Wick or Jack J- No, they but haven't. they haven't done anything, and they're walk-on redshirt freshmen. So you could argue right now. Walk-ons. I mean, I, I kept hearing about how Purdue had no receivers. It seemed like every time I turned around, they had four or five talented receivers out there, number eight, number 13. I thought, I thought their receiving core looked look, real good. Look, but, again, that goes back to they got a solid quarterback mm-hmm. and they got a great scheme. They do have a great scheme. But he has trouble winning. I mean, Brahm has had trouble 
getting over the hump. But and, don't you think a lot of that is their defense isn't very good? Well, yeah, yeah, I do think their defense has had issues now against Iowa. Their defense held Iowa to seven points. Yeah. Their defense was really good against Iowa. Their defense is – I mean, their defense was okay last year. You don't have a terrible defense and win nine games. They well, did that's win. true. They just – Penn State was a little better than I thought they were going to be. Clifford is – man, when he's on, he that last drive, six or seven for 72 yards, he was incredible. Yeah. That last drive. And um, I thought he had injured his knee again, but he was out with cramps, and somebody else said he had diarrhea at one stage and was um, – in the, oh, that wouldn't be good. In the bathroom praying to Gigi Allen. That was the other rumor that was out there. You know, he missed a few series, but that freshman yeah. that freshman came in and God, looked pretty he, good. He looked pretty solid, didn't he? And then he? I looked, and he some had him. What's his a, name, Aller? Drew Aller, number one quarterback in the country by some last year. But Penn State's got really good skill players, really good receivers, and they got – they. I know Iowa fans may get mad, but they might have a better secondary than Iowa. That Joey Porter Jr., he is incredible. He's an NFL cornerback waiting to happen. And they really made it rough on those Purdue receivers, including Charlie Jones. Charlie Jones had a lot of targets. I think the last I had heard them say midway through the fourth, he had had 16 or 17 targets. So there were some balls that didn't get completed to Charlie Jones because of good defense. great coverage, yeah. great coverage. But Charlie looked Charlie looked pretty smooth out there. He, he looked did. pretty fluid. He did. And I can see why some Iowa fans are saying, "Why the hell couldn't we do that with him at Little?" Because I don't remember Charlie. I mean. Like I said, he had 21 catches in 14 games last year. Yeah. I mean, think about that. So, I mean, we'll see. Now, if I, if, now the other thing is, let's say Iowa, if Petrus comes out and passes for 280 and they win big, then the, you got to be careful not to get carried away. And I mean, because Spencer's had games. He's, I think he threw for 265 against Maryland. He's had games where he's been pretty productive. I, to me, I'm more interested to see how they run the ball tomorrow. Well, we're gonna. Ha- we have to be able to run the ball. We have to. I'm. Yeah. I mean, if they can get 150, and they move that line, and that line controls the line of scrimmage, that's when I say to myself, okay, they got a chance. Because then everything else we kind of evolve on offense, play action, and what have you. And if they can average between four and four point five yards per carry as a team, and always stay ahead. That's what I'm looking at more than anything. Stay ahead of the change. Stay ahead of the change and just create play action, control the line of scrimmage. I believe the defense is going to have a pretty good chance of controlling the line of scrimmage. I'm not convinced the offense will, though. I mean, rarely has the Iowa offensive line recently controlled the line of scrimmage no. against anybody. No. So we'll see. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. I'm looking for uh, when is the Notre Dame and uh, um, Ohio State game? It's got to be Pro- prime time, doesn't it? I hope so because I would like to be. I would think it would be at night, probably six thirty. I would got to be at night. Yeah. Hello. Hi. See, uh, am am I correct? Uh, did I hear that Goodson got cut the other day? Now he's back on the practice. He's back board. on the practice team. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Notre. Okay, great. So, yeah, I'll be able to watch that. That's the beauty of the 11 o'clock game now. Traffic's going to be interesting tomorrow. I told Dallas Jones I'll probably be picking him up around a little before 9 because it's going to take – from he lives, you know, Benton Street Hill. Yes. Start going up. He lives on yeah. Miller Street right there. Normally I would go just the back roads, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have to go around. It could take a half an hour to get from his place because the thing with 11 o'clock is you have a lot of people converging at the same time. There's well, no and you've got your main arteries are being worked. I mean, yes, it's, it, tomorrow could Scott be. Scott Boulevard's all effed up. Rochester's all effed up. Uh, everything is everything effed up. up. You can't get anywhere. I mean, is, um, is Gilbert back open? Uh, I don't think so. Not as of the, of the other day it wasn't. A, a part of it was the other 
Maybe and then what's the earliest? Three days get... ago, but the other part, uh, I mean, it's, it's... Well, what's the earliest you can get there to tailgate? Starting on Saturday morning, six in the morning. Yeah. Do you think though? Hopefully, a majority of the traffic gets there between six and nine. Do you think that's what's going to happen? Don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. Because if not, it's going to be a quagmire. No, I, it's going to be a quagmire. No, they're not going to get. The, Did you like that character? The majority, on? yes. Did you like quagmire? Giggity. Uh, <laughs> Did you like to have a neighbor like quagmire? <laughs> That show sometimes is so troubling. Troubling is a good word for it. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, Disturbing, I think, would work. I think traffic, I, they'll get there between like 8 and 9. Maybe. Uh, and that's know. when we were traveling. It's going to be a cluster. Buddy would set up like at 6 o'clock. So what time do you plan on? Because we're not doing a show. I can call in from home tomorrow and talk to the game about 15, 20. That's Are you going to be? No, I do it between no, 8 I'm and here. 9. I'm yeah. here. Okay, I'll call in tomorrow before I go to pick up Dallas yeah. and we can talk the game. Because you're going over. We, yeah, we can't get a signal out of, out of there. And no. what time are you heading over there? Generally, we leave at 8. You can't get a signal very seriously. Uh w- you can't get a signal till way past uh, Kirkwood uh, from the stadium. It's just you go by Riverside Drive, and I still, you know, at least last year, wasn't able to get a signal when when the game's on. And it's just, yeah, it's it's a light. But yeah, on eleven o'clock days like this, I can call in before I go to pick up Dallas because yeah. there's no way we could do the show. You leave here at ten o'clock, you'd barely. No. I don't know no. if you'd make it there by kickoff. No, it, you'd get parked and get there. No. Can't. But like I said, I'm not complaining about the 11 o'clock start. I love they end at 2.30. We're out of that state. I mean, I should be out of there by 5.36, done for the day. Then you have the night to – well, I hope it's a good game. And I'm worried that Ohio State might And tomorrow roll. there's, I mean, just may luck out because there's a chance of showers in the afternoon between like 3 and 5. Right tomorrow? now. Yeah, right now looking at the forecast. Yeah, it just so. seems like every time we have forecast rain. Well, I said a really? couple of days ago, I said, hey, it's dry uh, through uh, through Labor Day. And I said, that's not going to happen. Well, that other day we were supposed it to have pea-sized hail and 30-mile-per-hour winds, yeah. and none of it ever came. We missed it We all. have missed so many that have gone south or north of us. Well, I looked the other day, it's and amazing. you could just see the rain just pouring down north of Iowa City, yeah. and we didn't get any of it. Yeah. I mean, now it's back to being super dry again. You know, so, so tomorrow during the game, it's virtually no chance of yeah. precipitation. But then at 3 o'clock, there's a... Well, the game t- will be over by then. 10%, 4 o'clock, 20%. So basically, we're yeah, safe. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not going to affect the game. Well, but even 10% at 4 o'clock, that's... Then, I wouldn't care if it rained then. We actually could use some rain again. Yeah. It's getting all dry again, but no, we're. Um, it doesn't sound like there's... So there's nothing higher than 20%? Not, not according to Bug. Okay, now, me. his will say like 80. <laughs> Thunderstorms, horizontal rain, run for your life. Uh, okay, Weather Channel says. Shot put-sized hail. Yep, just no hope. Weather Channel. Crops destroyed. <laughs> Foundations ruined. <laughs> oh, come on, it's not even going to. Oh, here it is. Okay. What oh. do you get yours from, bug? Weather bug. Weather bug, okay. Yeah, I got They're generally good. pretty good. 20%, 30%. So, yeah, we're, like I said, rain all you want Saturday night. I don't care. Yeah. Just and, leave the game alone. And from the National Weather Service, uh, shower, 40% chance, <laughs> 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms after one. After one. After 40%. one. 40%. 
Yes. So, in other words, we could get nailed at the game. According so to there that. you go. There's three different <laughs> three different forecasts. Forecasts, and, and all about, of them. How are, about uh, weather? S- severe studios. What do they say? And all of them are less than half chance that it's going to rain. So yeah. I'm not. Severe studios says, if you think uh, the president was pissed, try taking a mace phone call. <laughs> I'm going to predict this is fake Ackerman. <laughs> okay, you're on on the clock here. Hello. You know who likes to get mailed at the game? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> now, what's the answer? It's very good. Uh, Lois Feldman. Lois yeah. Feldman. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get her on? No. no. Get her. But, uh, I didn't say get I meant get her on the show. I didn't oh, mean to get oh, her aroused. Oh, because, yeah, because yeah, I'm married. <laughs> well, let Hunter, let Hunter work her over yeah. if she comes in here. I don't think she does that anymore. I would imagine not. <laughs> well, I think that was probably an isolated incident, wasn't it? I would, I would certainly yeah. think so. Yes. I 20 would. years ago, you think they're celebrating that? <laughs> was it 2002 when it happened? Was it the year they tore their goalposts down? You know, it's I, really I bad know. when it's, it's still up. Were you there for that? Was it that long ago? Um, Were you up at the Dome for that when they turned on that loud, high-pitching? It's the first thing that comes up. You know, I kind of think I was. Remember when they turned the high-pitching, screeching sound I on? I believe the, we were up she there. She is so hot. So really, the guy's a hero, right? Is that what you're saying? The, uh, let's see. Uh, 2009. Oh, it was 2009. Okay. Uh, uh, that 2008 was a, is when it happened. She Sean Green year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wonderful boyfriend makes up other half of Hall, uh, Hall of Iowa bathrooms. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Enough. That's my fault. for. <laughs> Although I didn't bring it up. Fake Ackerman did. Are you a big Lois Feldman fan? Um, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> they put her in the Hall of Bathroom fame. You think Gigi Allen's in that? <laughs> Hello. He is not the reason they call us tight end you. <laughs> okay, then no. Fail. Yeah, that's, that's what his fourth one? Third yeah, one? Yeah, that was yeah, his third went, one. Went okay. to the well once too often. Yeah, talk you, to you tomorrow. That song by the tubes, talk to you later? <laughs> yeah. So now you're saying if he calls again, you're going to yeah, cut him off. Cut him off. What if he has a great one? Well, we'll never know. We'll never know because he because, burned out his... Yeah, he burned it out. Yep. And speaking of burned out, let's take a quick break, and we'll it? be right back about quarter till. Oh, wow. 1-800-800-BABY. one 800 rose your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800 800 It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars 
can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valpo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique from their New York style thin crust Chicago style deep dish to stuffed pizza when you want it. Pebbles pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special either a two topping extra large thin crust or single topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Pebbles South Gilbert and Iowa City Crosspark Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza. Buy the pie or buy the slice. Once upon a time in the land of the Hawkeyes, a business grew. A business that would become synonymous with real estate. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. When you're buying or selling your home, you'll need title and settlement services. Consider the Hawkeye Title and Settlement team. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Lincoln in Iowa City. Let me tell you why right now is an absolute great time to buy a new Lincoln. Custom order the exact vehicle you want from interior and exterior colors and a full range of equipment content. Your vehicle, your way. Plus, with an unusually high used car market, trade-in values are more now than we've ever seen before. Stop by Deary Brothers Lincoln at Highway 1 in Mormon Trek, Iowa City. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays 
Tex-Mex tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Henry's Painting in Coralville is your premier painting source that offers free estimates, fair pricing, and quality work. Owner Henry Herrera is an Iowa City West alum who uses only Sherwin-Williams products for his projects. With warmer weather upon us, it's time to consider exterior repaint jobs for your home or business. Henry's Painting can help you find and change your tones and colors for a fresh look. For more information, go to the Henry's Painting and Contracting website, henryspaintingcontract.com. You can also go to their Facebook page or give Henry's Painting a call at 319-333-9796. That's 319-333-9796. Henry's Painting. They don't cut corners, they paint them. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyokin. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyok has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyok is like a warm hug, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous Pies to Go and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making it's going to be a hot and humid one today, mostly sunny with a high of 91. The wind out of the south at around 5 to 15. The heat index in the mid to upper 90s today. Could see an isolated thunderstorm late this afternoon into this evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy, 66 tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 85. Scattered thunderstorms with uh, cooler, more comfortable weather on the way. Sunday, partly cloudy, 80. Monday, sunny, 85. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ. Outside now, it's 75. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Mighty 1630, KCJJ, uh, before we get back to Hawk Fanatic, uh, a, uh, the Mar-a-Lago search inventory uh, has been released by uh, the judge, uh, Eileen Cannon, uh, a detailed inventory uh, it shows that top secret documents 
with operatives, meaning our spies, uh, have uh, been mixed in with clothes, gifts, and press clippings. <laughs> Just thrown in a box. Sounds like my house. Minus so, the top secrets. Yeah. Who was it again? Eileen Cannon? She related? Is that Frank's granddaughter? Yes, I think it's Frank's granddaughter. Dun, 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 but it gives everything. I mean, yeah, there's even clothes. Well, maybe they should have left those there. <laughs> you got like you got, FBI you guys. You got like top, top, top secret. I mean, with you, the names of our spies. You think there's FBI guys wearing Trump's underwear now? <laughs> I don't know. This is so... This is... If it wasn't so serious, it would be yeah. laughable. Yeah, it would. It would seriously be laughable. But yeah. now, Biden is he angrier now? Now that this does, I think he's probably angry. Even more angry. He's maybe angry at uh, Putin. So far in six months, five uh, heads of fallen out windows. Yeah. Oh, windows when a car fell on them. Yeah, one one of them just was in. Wasn't he so in the what, hospital? What's, what's this now? There have been five uh, businessmen. Uh, oligarchs who have seriously okay. died that have said, uh, you should not, we shouldn't have invaded Ukraine. Uh huh, and they're dead. They're dead. They're the dead. last one fell out of a window, fell out of a hospital window. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing. It's really, <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. I mean, it's the world we live in. Yeah, how do you fall out of a hospital window? No, I mean, you don't. That would take well, some, you, of course, you don't. <laughs> I, it isn't funny. As you're sitting there bursting <laughs> well, in laughter. I mean, it's so ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. But anyway, so there you there's your there's your hourly news update. <laughs> so isn't this the day that uh, that uh, basketball recruit JP Estrella announces? This is supposed to announce for Tennessee. Yeah. Is what, and nothing has changed from what I'm hearing. And yeah. like I said, I'm not. Look, there's we- websites that have him 100% committed to Tennessee. So it's well. And you had a story on it. I well. had a story on it, and I did use the word appears because, like I said, until it happens, right? Just, that's right. You can't write it. Like, that's right. But from everything I'm hearing from very good sources, that he's known for a while that he's going to Tennessee, and mostly it's nil driven. And hey, that's the world we live in. And people say we well, are not supposed to use it to recruit people. Yeah, you're technically not, but their argument would be, well, we're not going to start paying him until he comes here. We're just telling him what he can do, yeah. what he, we're capable of giving him once he becomes a student athlete. That's why I think yeah. they kind of cut through that. But that's the big controversy is this was not designed to use as a recruiting inducement, but it is. It's being used and being used by most everybody except for Iowa doesn't use it. No, Iowa does not use it, and right now a lot of what used to happen under the table is now happening above board. That's the only difference because it's being allowed to happen. The NCAA is not really investigating any of this type of stuff, and like I've said, there's going to be times when Iowa might be the best fit for a guy, and Iowa may have done everything it could do to recruit, and they're just going to lose out on NIL because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, And that's when Fran and Kirk just got to figure it out. And I think they get it. I, I mean, I like the three players Iowa has coming in right now. I yeah. mean, it'd be nice to get this power kid. I mean, um, now there's people saying that Iowa's got a better chance. I've been told that it was Iowa and Duke. Those, by the same sources, that it was Iowa and Duke, that Duke may have the edge. Because, you know, it is Duke. Well, how often do we win that battle? Yeah, and you know? I, it sounds like Duke may have a little NIL. But that one, I'm not... That one's different right now than Estrella. To me, I've been told Estrella was a done deal two, three weeks ago. So, but yeah, he is supposed to announce sometime today. I'm not sure what time, but you know, 
What do you got, Captain? You got something for us? It looks like yeah. you're getting ready to no. share something with us. <laughs> Tommy and Steve yeah. are plotting. What yeah, are you guys plotting? Plotting. No. Some takeover? <clears throat> yes, a takeover. What are you guys going to take over? Taking like over your own radio station? <laughs> yeah. At Farmhouse down the street? I don't want to take over my radio station. <laughs> you, well, you, already, you don't take over something that you already dominate. You wouldn't think so, would you? This is your domain. Yeah. <laughs> But so, did you watch that game last night from start to finish? Start to finish. I pretty much did too. Other than I going, mean, I taped it. Did you go back to Angry Biden at all? No, I did. Like I said, I went. Angry uh, Biden. That's my new name for him. I just, he had fire coming out of his ears. No, we we uh, watched the first part of the football game, uh, and then we watched two uh, episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Then we went back to the football game. After an hour, so we had a full hour of zap time, so we didn't see any commercials. I so watched uh, it was great. Angry Biden, and then flipped over to watch Serena, then went back to Angry Biden, and then watched a little bit of the football game. Uh, and because uh, the game went from went, like seven to ten, went to ten, bed. ten thirty. When did Angry Biden start? Was that at seven? Seven. And then when <laughs> was he done being angry? Huh? He's, he's still, still mad. Angry. I know he's still angry, but yeah. when he's done sharing his anger with the nation at seven twenty-five, so it was only it was about a twenty-five minute speech. Okay, yeah. okay, because like I did, I did go back and forth, but no, it was a fun game to watch, and I just well, love the early part of football. I think this Illinois Indiana game is interesting be because we're going to learn if Indiana's free fall last year is still happening, and I think we'll learn a little bit if Illinois comes out tonight and wins. 27 to 10, then you got to say Brett's got it going there. Brett's that would make him 7 and 7. They're 6 and 7 right now. Yeah. And they seem to be making strides. And I picked Illinois to win this game, but it is at Indiana. You know, and as bad as Indiana was last year, they were a pretty good team just two years ago. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm really looking forward to the game. I, I, not a big fan of Thursday and Friday night football games overall by principle, but when they're on, I enjoy them. Yeah. Who's going to display more anger? Uh, Biden last night. Or uh, Hawkeye fans, if we lose this game tomorrow. Hawkeye fans, if we lose this game tomorrow. Yeah. So you're saying that Hawkeye fans will be more upset at like Brian Ferentz than Biden is at Trump? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll go along with that. Okay. I mean, if the Iowa loses, now let's. It's what only if, democracy. This is this is the first game of the season. True. What if Iowa loses a shootout? What if they lose like 37, 34? Defense gives up 450. Who are they mad at? Brian Ferentz. No, it'll be uh, Phil Parker. That'll be Kirk then, because they're not going to be mad at Phil Parker due to one breakdown by the defense. No, but but I do not see that happening. I could you imagine a shootout at Kinnick? I cannot see not this. with these two teams. I just no. can't imagine the Iowa defense allowing this to become a shootout. No, no. I think the offense. I mean, if they end up losing like twenty to seventeen, and the offense runs for like fifty and throws for like one seven. It's going to be really ugly. Don't they have a new offensive coordinator this year? Yes, and they got the quarterback that's out. He's coming back from an injury. He was the freshman of the year during. They're so hard. Remember, they had the, they played twenty five games. They yeah. had the spring season. He was the freshman of the year, but then he got hurt in the national championship game and wasn't able to play in the fall season. But he's back and he's uh, he ran for almost six hundred yards. He's pretty. He's way more versatile than Spencer. Yes, I mean I don't care what level, and I'm not knocking Spencer, but. Spencer Petrus couldn't run for 600 yards at the FCS level. There's no way. No. This guy did. So this guy is a threat. He can move the chains with his legs. He can extend broken plays. That's where the defense is going to have to be fundamentally sound, and they usually are. They, they usually are, so it will be interesting to see. But, no, the only way I see Iowa losing if this becomes a 
low scoring, just slugfest. Neither team can run the ball. You're playing or, for field. Or pers- turnovers. Turnovers, of course, are big. But it, sometimes it seems like Iowa becomes very willing to play in a very conservative game, play not to lose, play just for field position. And I think that's what South Dakota State wants to get Iowa in. I think they want to get them in a field position game where Iowa is conservative and playing not to lose. And I think the further this game progresses and the score is tight, that's going to work against Iowa. Yeah. Because they're the favorite to win because it's an FCS team. It was a huge turnover last night, that pick six. Yeah, and then yet they won. And yet they won. Because they had the offense that came through that last drive. Six of seven. That offense just was clicking when it needed to be. That's what Iowa fans need to see from its offense. It's, there have not been many cases recently where the Iowa nope, offense just nope. came out in a desperate situation and saved the day. It just hasn't happened much. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of questions will be answered, and there will be new questions from tomorrow as well. Yeah, now if Iowa comes out and wins 34-10 to 10 and the offense gets 350-4, to 4, everything will be fine. Then it's just move forward. Yep, we, we're looking now. I think if, the, if Petrus plays well and everything, I think the Budmeyer thing will be blown way out of proportion by some. Some will say everything's fixed. That's the world we live in. I get it. But I need to see more than one game. I've got them going 3-0 and in the non-conference schedule. Now, that is not very good. They should beat Nevada. No. E- they should beat Nevada easily. I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see what I, how Iowa State looks. And I saw Iowa State's depth chart. Guess who's listed number two at quarterback? I don't know. Ashton Cook. Really? Yeah. It's weird seeing Marv Cook's son's name on the Iowa State depth chart. But Interesting. He and the Rocco Beck, the freshman, four-star freshman from Florida, who's the son of former NFL tight end Anthony Beck, he, um, they're, they're kind of either or. But, the, it, I mean, his name was listed first, so hopefully nothing happens to Hunter Deckers because, boy, they're really talking highly about him. But if he gets hurt, Ashton may be the guy going in. Interesting. Could you imagine that if Ashton Cook had to face Iowa? That'd be quite a that would be quite a storyline. He's a good kid. I wish him nothing but the best over there. And um, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how Iowa State looks without Brock Purdy, who did make the San Francisco. So who, who does Iowa State play tomorrow? Um, God, who is it? Can somebody? Who does Iowa State play? It's is it like Northeast? It's not a so, somebody directional. Well, it, yeah, it's somebody they should beat. It's not like uh, it's not like a. Um, a great opponent. No disrespect. S E M O. Oh, Southeast, Southeast Missouri, Missouri State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Iowa it's... State. Just like with Iowa, Iowa State should beat that team yes. under any circumstance. Yes. Hello. Hey guys, do you think Iowa should be playing FCS teams? You know, I I don't think it's going to happen much longer. I think with these super conferences, they're not going to do that much longer i'm back i go back and forth on that i i my problem with it is it's a no win for iowa i mean if they win saturday you're they say hey, we beat one of the best fcs teams in the country that's, that's gonna yawn that's yawn that's gonna yeah whatever to me this is just a dangerous pothole especially when you're playing a good fcs team there's just nothing in it for you no that's my i guess I'm, i don't know if that answers your question I, it, it, yeah it does i just because i noticed like Alabama on them SEC teams, they'll play some of those uh, FCS teams, and they'll play them like the ninth game of the year. But uh-huh. they ain't playing South Dakota State, North Dakota no. State, Northern no, Iowa. They're, they're not playing Charleston Southern. Yeah, yeah I mean that's no, right. That's a good point, and they're doing it late in the year. And so, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, tomorrow has got all the makings for disaster. Well, you're that, not the only that one that happened. That narrative is definitely out there. That narrative is. And man, I, the only reason I say that is, and I, I remember calling in back around, you know, spring bomb bringing this up. 
is I in Sioux City we see a lot of the Dakota teams on TV. We get all the S on South Dakota public television. We get all of them. And them two wide receivers, them twin brothers tomorrow, yes. they better – dude, they got, they got better receivers than us. And that dude, that quarterback, is going to be able to run around and make that defense chase him. It's harder to cover somebody, and they're going to they're gonna get a couple big plays. And I, I, I'm nervous as hell about tomorrow. So you predicting Iowa wins by four touchdowns, but it's probably not going to happen. You predicting an upset or no? I'm going to put money on South Dakota State on the money line tomorrow. What's the spread right now? So what's the spread now? But is I'm also fifteen and a half. That's what I saw. Is the spread still fifteen and a half? It's up to eighteen. I just checked. Wow, it. I would pick At South the casino in Sioux City. It's up to eighteen. I mean, Iowa could win the game convincingly and still win by sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. you know that's yeah. a yeah. That, well, that's why they make those spreads hard. Now, what do you think I about just, North Dakota and Nebraska? How good is North Dakota? I haven't paid any attention. You know, okay, so North Dakota was five and six in the Missouri Valley last okay. year. Okay, and North Dakota did play South Dakota State tough. Um, I think. And Nebraska's just so hard to judge and figure out what the hell they're going to do and how, how they're going to come out and do it. Um, uh, I'm going to say Nebraska's going to win that like by 30, like 40. Yeah, I'm willing to say like I think that. Nebraska wins by more tomorrow than Iowa do. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. and part of that's because yeah, I think I mean, South Dakota well, State's better. Yeah, you're looking at South Dakota State is – you know, number two in the country. I mean, North Dakota State's picked to finish, I think, uh, like second to last in their conference. So, North Dakota? Yeah, yeah, North, or, Dakota. yeah North Dakota, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I guess from an so, interest view, Iowa's game is better, at least on paper. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. how fired up would you be for North Dakota coming in here tomorrow? I mean, you'd be more uh, be relaxed. Plenty. You'd yes. be more relaxed because you'd be more confident that your team was. See, win. I'm I'm one of those guys. I would love to see 54-3 to three games in the non-conference get to see a lot of yeah. players and you get to relax and like the Iowa State games in the 80s. Yes. Okay. Those were and 90s. Um, and Northwestern, those were Nirvana yeah. for me. I will tell you this, uh not this year but next year Nebraska was scheduled to play South Dakota State in the second game of the year mm-hmm. and they took that out and replaced them with Chattanooga. Interesting. Wow. Cuz uh they don't want that to do well, well, I think that's a good move. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why you schedule this game. I really don't know why you do. Especially the first game. Especially the first game of the year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd rather play Nevada the first game and then Iowa State or South Dakota State flip them one. But this is – it does no good for you in this game, and they're dangerous to put them in the first spot, knowing how your offense is probably going to come out tomorrow. I'd rather have them play like a Vanderbilt tomorrow. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's a risk of losing to another. Well, there but, is, but, but at least it's a, a. It would mean something. Yeah. Yeah. So this will get them See, nothing. FBS I, uh, this is basically a chance to avoid disaster, is what it is. You win, and okay, we got that out of the way. They can't hold it against us that we lost. Yeah. They're, a lot of these teams, too. I mean, you guys have seen, you guys pay attention to this stuff. These, these teams. Northern Iowa's played uh, Iowa tough, but the Missouri Valley at the FCS level, we all like that's the SEC of the Division One. It is, yeah. Now I will counter though. I I think they're read in the notes where South Dakota State is two and nine against um, Power Five teams. I mean, Iowa should win tomorrow, guys. I mean, I get the paranoia and the concern. I do. Iowa should be a better team. They just should be. And I'm going back to the same. And that's what's the narrative is. Hey, this is FCS. There's no reason they should lose. 
if you're now if this was indiana it'd be different but indiana is not held on the same pedestal right now as iowa Iowa's considered one of the contenders in the west and if you are that then live up to it then don't win, lose a game like this. win this game yeah. and do it convincing yes what do you think the first play call is going to be tomorrow uh laporta in the flat <laughs> All right, I I I think they should do uh, throw a screen pass to Laporta. Would that well, that's kind of what I meant. Out and then throw back across the field. Actually, I think it's going to be a double reverse to Alec Wick, who hands off to Jack Johnson, who throws back to Wick. They'll call it the walk-on special, and then they'll. There they, you go. There you go. Okay, All right, you guys, have a good one. All right, thank you. Over under on Alec Wick catches tomorrow. Uh, five. That's kind of what I was thinking. He's going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because. I mean, I still think Keegan Johnson's going to play, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Kirk is – they've been sort of – it's been a weird situation with Keegan's health. It has been weird. They've been very been. evasive about it. But, I mean, we'll see. He looked normal at media day, but, of course, that's a lot different than playing full contact football. I get that. And Kirk, when Kirk said touch and go, to me, I, I, I like I said, I think he's going to give it a go. And so we'll see. And that would give them Keegan and Arlen. Then you get Wick and Jack Johnson. Those are their top four receivers. Because obviously Nico's out, Devontae Vines is out. Now, look, maybe Brody Breck will play well, more than we think. I mean, he's had hamstring issues, I've been told, but he's supposedly beyond those, beyond that situation. So we'll see. I mean, Brody Beck's, when Kirk was asked about him, he's like, yeah, he's ready. He, we need him. He's, a, he's Brody Breck's got a chance to step up tomorrow and he's play. He's a heck of an athlete. We, and do, they we need do know him. that. They need him. I mean, he's 6'4", 217. To me, he looks like almost like a tight end in the makings. But they need any receiver who's ready and able to play, they need them. They need to step up tomorrow. But, again, like what I wrote yesterday, they need to run the ball. That's, yes. And I know we sometimes take that for granted that they're going to try to. They're going to try to run the ball. They try to run the ball every game they play in. Well, the, to me, the first play is going to be an, a stretch-off uh, tackle. Yes. I wouldn't surprise me. I would love it if the first play was like a draw play, like Petrus goes back to pass and all of a sudden he hands it off to just something different. I mean – the, the stretch playoff tackle, I just, at times, it drives me insane because it just seems like it rarely does a lot. Well, don't you think they're going to say, dare, dare us to run? I think they're going to load the box. Yeah. Like most teams I do. do. Too. Like most teams do against Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes where there's this per- perception that Iowa is the only team that faces a loaded box. There's a lot of teams that face loaded boxes. They just execute and defeat it. Yeah. And I think Iowa should be able, if they're going to load the box and do eight guys in the box, then figure out a way to get the ball to Alec Wick and Laporta. Then you throw the ball. You throw quick striking passes where you don't have to rely on your linemen and running backs to hold off the pressure for very long. There's ways to go about it. I see teams beat loaded boxes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. Seriously breaking it breaking down. Breaking it down. I got to take a break. I'm so worked up. Not a break like a commercial. I just need to. Need to gather my thoughts. Well, will you gather your thoughts? What are you doing? You're buried in that phone. What do you got now? Uh, the latest is uh, from the inventory that the judge released. Where are we back to now? Uh, 11,000 plus top secret documents. What are you? Oh, Trump again. Okay. Yeah. Trump lives in your head. <laughs> this is, they just what, released this. What do you think, Tom? 11,000 top secret documents. Over 11,000 top secret Document. You, there's. You think he sold any yet? Yes. Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudis. Uh, his buddy Putin. I, seriously, uh, in the last two years, there have been uh, an abnormal amount of spies that have either 
uh, been killed or uh, you know or sent or sent home. You know what Beavis and Butthead they would call Vladimir Putin. They'd call him Vladimir Poopin, and then they'd laugh. <laughs> they do. <laughs> no, they've had. They call him. Do they call him Vladimir Poopin? Vladimir Poopin. You say that to him in Russia, and next thing you know, you're falling out of a building, right? <laughs> or eating food that all of a sudden, next thing you know, your nervous system breaks down. He didn't even try to hide it. Not anymore. He doesn't I need mean, to. Yeah, this guy just fell out of a hospital window. Must not have liked what they told him. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see. What it's, see, I usually print out the, the games to look at individually, and I haven't done that. Well, there's not going to be a ton of games this weekend because by then, how many teams will have played? Oh, true. Minnesota, Purdue, Penn State. Illinois, Illinois Indiana. Illinois, Indiana. Half the conference is played by tonight almost. Well, I mean, Michigan true. plays Colorado State, I believe. Ohio State plays Notre Dame. Um, Nebraska plays North Dakota. Um, what Western else? Michigan and Michigan State tonight. Okay. And my guess is Michigan State should win that game handily. I, I would guess. Michigan and Colorado State play the same time as we do. Michigan should win that game handily. Yep. Oh, let's... And there's not a lot of great games. I mean, of course, Ohio State and Notre Dame. Well, Pitt beat West Virginia last night. I didn't see any of that I didn't game. see any of that. I'm sure it was on some channel, wasn't it? Uh, certainly. What was the was. score? 38-31. Wow. Oklahoma State, 58-44 over Central Michigan. Yeah, when I was watching that, it was like 51-15 to late in the third quarter. Central Michigan must have scored like 30 points late in the game. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the biggest game is Notre Dame and Ohio State. At Ohio State. State, and I think – and there's a lot of storylines. The Notre Dame head coach, Marcus Freeman, is a former Ohio State linebacker. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of storylines there. I just – I'm a Notre Dame fan. I say that in Iowa City with some trepidation, but um, I just think Ohio State's better, and I think they're going to roll them. Probably the second-best game tomorrow is Oregon and Georgia. Yep, that was one of our picks. Oh, and I want to promote something for Hawk Fanatic, Captain. Yeah. Um, we just announced we're going to start doing an instant reaction podcast that's going to be played about five, ten minutes after the game ends, and it's going to be hosted by Rob Howe, and he's going to have Jovan Johnson and Jordan Kanzeri giving you offense and defense perspective from two great former Hawkeyes. I mean, Jovan, first team, all Big Ten, 18 career interceptions. Jordan Kanzeri, starting running back. Remember his great game he had at Nebraska? I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be unique, and um, that's just another – podcast added to our ever-growing platform of podcasts cool that gives Sounds us good. now between we we convert this radio show to a podcast so that's three a week there we've got the mailbag with rob we've got um hawkeye hotspot with rob and scott Docterman from the athletic we've got a recruiting podcast that we're doing now we've got just jones in with dallas jones and now we've got this instant reaction all on the same podcast format platform that's great I'm pretty. Yeah, that's pretty I'm pretty good. excited about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't. Very cool. I'm not. I don't want to brag, but nobody else in the Hawkeye media has anything close to that. So well, I you guess can brag. I guess I, I am mean, bragging. Well, you're yeah. right because this is the age with social media and internet. So much branding. Everybody brags. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like to. it when like a coworker tells the readers to read his coworker stuff. Just stop what you're doing. This is the. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff where yeah. those. Oh, you got to read my colleague. Just hit it out of the park with this. So yeah, I guess what's yeah. going to hurt yeah. if I brag a little bit? No, but no these, not at all. These platforms are. I mean, advertisers are interested in it too. It's a new way for advertisers to. 
to advertise. You put yeah. a 20 second script into a podcast, and our podcasts are getting a lot of listeners too. We I mean, brag about Kevin this. Son and Iriza. They're one of we just added. We brag about this. Oh, I know you do. You never heard anything like this. No. But no, we just added Ariza. Jimmy yeah. Streets has gone for it. A lot of our advertisers, too, are people that overlap with you guys. I mean, there's a I, lot of that. Ariza. I love Ariza. Well, it helps that I like the place, too. I mean, if Ariza was a place I didn't like their food, I wouldn't have reached out to them. And I think I can help them. You have people listening to these podcasts coming in for games for the weekend. Hey, did you hear them on that Hawk Fanatic podcast talk about that um, Arise of let's go try that out. That's what I think we can help them with, and it's good food. I mean, it's not like I'm sending. It is. It's not like I'm sending someone in there. Oh, that was crap. They're, I think they have the best Chinese food in town. And I'm not an Asian food guy. I am, but it, it is good. I am, but I don't like it. Yeah, ton. because you can find things you. Yeah. You know, that, but it's fresh though too. Yeah. It's how they prepare it. I'm probably going there for lunch today. Now that I think about it. I don't know where we're going. I today. tried their new garlic. Their new garlic chicken. It's under a different. It's just lights out. It's really good. Garlic chicken is good. And yeah. they're, they got the best egg drop soup I've ever had. It is so good. And I love good egg, egg drop soup. But, yeah, we, we've added a Riza. Um, and I appreciate Tom helping us with the, what do you call those things? Are they ad scripts? Yeah. 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 For him and Jimmy Streets. And, um, and so, yeah, no, that's, I mean, trying to make it with local advertising. It's not easy, but you guys have done it. And I just think that's the best formula for business. Don't you right now? Uh, it's it's why we're well, still here. Neat. Yeah, it is. Why Without it, we would here. be done. And I don't want Google advertising <laughs> on my ago. site. I've told you why before. I mean, I could get money from Google. Yeah. But when you have Google, then stuff buffers and the ads are embedded into the story to where it breaks up the content. And I hate you that. never know when the story ends. Honest I hate God, that. That is just the most annoying. And we're about the only website and, that doesn't use Google right now. And I can't even tell you what the ads are because I just. You, you get mad because they're in your I way. D- yeah. I do. Yeah. Whereas our like when you call up our stories, the story's right there. The ads are on the sides of the story, and they're on the front page, but they're not embedded, and there's no buffering. There's none. No, yeah. we I, don't embed ads in our news stories on, on our website, uh, at all. No, I mean, it, no. You never know where the story the is. You'll see a big massive ad and think you're done with the story. Then you, if you're lucky, you'll scroll down. Oh, there's three more sentences than another ad. I hate that. I do too. And, and I, that's the way of the world I, in a lot I of places hate it now. Too. So, yeah, if I can keep, and the way you avoid doing that is connecting with your local advertisers like Kevin's at Ariza and giving them something that can help them and they give you something in return that can help you. Yeah, that doesn't torque off your audience. Yes. I just want it to be free and convenient. It's sports. I mean, you're reading about sports. Yeah. I don't think people want to be yeah. hassled when they're reading about something like sports. I think they want it to be as convenient as possible. And, That's what I want. And I know, so don't get me wrong, subscriptions are the way of the world. I get it. But I do think there's still people who appreciate not having to pay for, to read sports. Yeah, no, sure, you? sure. I think they're out there. Uh, and I've had people reach out to me and say, why can't you just run this for, you know, I don't understand the people that will ask us to run something for free because it would just be enough. It is. We are trying to make a living, you know. Well, I mean, and the same with you guys. It happens all the time here. Yeah, we had it all this way I mean, the last. The, and I ran into this guy. Um, and he started giving me grief, and I just walked away from him. Remember, we got there was a guy that opened up a liquor store, and I think it was in North Liberty. Yeah. And he wanted us to, you know, to do a remote. Oh, yes, that's right. But he just thought we... You know, and I and I give him the you know uh, contact uh, Tom for rates and information. Uh, what do you mean? 
I said, well, I'll give you a rate so, you know, we do remotes and we'll tell you how much it costs. Well, I thought you just did them. You know, and I said, no, I mean, you're why would asking you think us. That? Yeah, why would he think that? I said, well, you're not giving away your inventory. And so, you know, and you, it didn't do anything. And so I ran into him, and I want to say it, the last time I went to Walmart, which was like a year and a half ago or something, and I didn't know him from Adam. He mm -hmm. came up to me, saw my logo on my shirt, and and uh, goes, "Are you giving there? Are you doing a remote from here?" <laughs> what? And he said, "I said, no, I'm shopping. Picking up some cat food. <laughs> you know, it's a litter." You know, he's just a jerk. But I mean, yeah, I mean, not only that would cost you guys money if it was just yeah, free, yeah. you'd lose money. I mean, yeah. yeah, some people don't get it. I mean, no, we're a for profit business. Well, you have to, yeah, people want to get paid. You know, it's like uh, somebody just uh, came to us and they're having a big uh, going out of business thing and, uh, and they wanted to know, uh, you know, they wanted three weeks worth of advertising on the station for a hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, that's like that's our prices. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. Well, I'm get it. You guys should be more expensive than. Well, we're not going to do that. I mean, no. I I mean, like like right now for a hundred bucks, you can advertise on our podcast and have it have it on the website. I yeah, mean, but if you get more and more, you're going to have to raise it. No, not necessarily. If you get more and more, it's easier to keep it the I same. I mean more and more uh, hits. And oh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge. With it. But if I can offer for 100 bucks, because I think for a lot of people, once you get too... I'm guessing for you guys, and I get it as a... You probably are are probably too expensive for some business because you're a radio station. I get for that. For some. Yeah. Whereas, but compared to a lot of radio stations, we're not that expensive. Too, well, and plus so. you also have a lot of listeners, so you can... We do. Yeah. But radio, to me, is probably more expensive than a website. I get it. Sure. And But, I mean, we do have some people paying... paying. I mean, we have sponsors. And a lot of it depends, like... I mean, the more you pay, the more presence you're going to have on our website. Like, Wild Rose is on everything we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shields has got a very prominent spot for what they sponsor, the Athlete of the Week. Wild Rose is on every podcast. We, well, they, they pay for that. They, sure. they pay for that. They're trying to expand their brand in Eastern Iowa. And like I said, we've got seven different podcasts now that will be. And I think there's people that want to listen to podcasts right when a game ends. There's not many out there. I'll be, I'm curious. I'm, I'm interested to see how this instant reaction thing that we're doing. I think and having two former Iowa players that are pretty prominent that are still relatively young to where – Fans, a lot of them still remember when Jordan and Jovan. I mean, Jovan, although Jovan played here, Jovan's been gone almost 20 years. Yes, he has. So, but no, I'm really excited about that one. That's going to start. Our first one will be after the game tomorrow. Like I said, Rob Howe, Jovan Johnson, and Jordan Canzeri. That's and, very cool. And I think you're going to get some serious breakdown. And my guess there'll be some, I mean, Rob knows Jovan pretty well. And if I remember, jo Jordan and Jovan were both really good interviews. I think Tommy's had. Tommy, haven't you had Jordan Canzeri on? Uh, yeah, he was on the show. He guest hosted once. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's a good kid. Yeah, good, he's great. He's great. Good kid. I was just coming in to say that we've been getting a lot of emails the last few months from businesses wanting to promote their new NIL partnerships. I don't know if they think because there's Hawkeyes involved, we'll just turn it into a news story, but that is not the case. One of them was a major convenience store chain, and it came and went. Did they want to spend any money? No. Yeah. They just wanted to use your services for free. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, that's just not the way it works. As they're paying somebody else to. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did. No, it's not the way. It, it can't be the way it works, you know. I mean, that's why most newspapers now are, I think almost all newspapers now are subscription sites. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I mean they need money. So, you know, I, and I'll say this about our advertisers. Our advertisers. God bless them. Oh, my God, well, yes. God bless them. And, you know, uh, a lot of stations, uh, well, most of the stations went automated and they used COVID as an excuse um, when they were really itching toward that anyway. Uh, oh, they got rid of their staff. Our advertisers through COVID have s- stuck with us. Yes, mine and, too. And I mean... What's the number 6314795 mean to you? 6314795. Whose number is that? Who is, is it? You should know. You say it every day. Tom, you know? Not is it, an, what clue. is it, Jimmy? Tammy Rao. Oh, it's Tammy. That I, number is just stuck in my head because oh, of your ad. And she yeah. advertises with us. I, yeah. She's one of my most loyal advertisers. I mean, she's the first one every month to pay. Well, but that ad, just 631 She does my insur- In fact, I'm calling her today. That number, though, just stuck in my head. I can't believe you two losers didn't know. You just I don't, destroyed my moment. I've got, I don't remember. I've got 400 telephone numbers. numbers. I don't yeah. remember stuff either. How do I remember that one? I think I, it's your guys' ad. It, I bet and it probably is. And the fact I do call, I mean, I Tammy does help for me, but I remember that number easy. I think it is because of your ad. I've had other people tell me that that they remember that number six three one four seven nine five. Six three one four seven nine five. And she does that late commercials on TV where I said they don't even say her last name. She's just Tammy. Like I said, she's like Nico from the sixties. Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> Uh, Seika. <laughs> you guys, we did this the last time I brought Tammy up. He ended up bringing Seika into the equation. You think Tammy wants to hear that? I don't know. Oh, she probably doesn't care. Maybe she does. I bet she doesn't even know who Seika is. You think she knows who Seika is? I, I really did. Seika is a senior now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe Seika should be. Oh, I might be a client. <laughs> Hello? Well, good morning. Good morning. What did Mike? Hey, did you see Smith Marset got picked up by the Bears? I did. Yep. Uh huh. That's like way cool. Yeah. Hopefully he can return some kicks and give them some offense because yeah. God knows they need it. Yeah. Hey, uh, second, sec, yeah. Second thing is I've been advertising with you guys for how long now, Tommy? Like forever? Oh God. Yeah. Ten years. No, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, advertising with these guys does pay off, and they're very, very good about it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we we couldn't do it without you, buddy. Yeah, it paid off well, many times when my family would lock their keys in their cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I got to run. Take okay. care. Thanks. Mike's locking e-keys for cars. Jimmy Streets has said the same thing. I mean, about advertising with you guys has helped him. And the thing with him being on my podcast, that may get him a different audience, too. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. that's sure. And well, that's, yeah. And, um, but, yeah, he's a loyal customer, but... But yeah, I just uh, I was actually watching TV this morning okay, and Tammy's so commercial came up. If on. let's just say heaven forbid we Seika. lose tomorrow, can you uh, would you use sound bites from uh, angry uh, Biden in there? Just take out Trump and Republicans and replace and it with Brian Ferentz and the offense. Yeah, I guess you could have do. Them yelling about I that. guess you could do whatever you want to do on that one. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even want to think about the aftermath of the Ooh, loss. No, that would be too bleak. I mean, the North Dakota State one was bad enough, but that came after the 2015 season. So I think fans were like, "What the hell?" I mean, I, yeah. I mean, this 
this with all the frustration and angst that is built up with the lack of offense over the last couple, it would it, that would not be good. No, not at all. Because Kirk's not going to say anything different. Kirk's going to congratulate South Dakota State for winning the game, and then what's Kirk going to do? He's going to move on because that's really the only choice. He's not well, going to yeah, say, you know, I'm firing. He, he, he can't do anything. Yeah. He's not going to fire his son. He's going to say, we got to get better at what we do. That's what's going to be the narrative that they to work. Got to get back to work. And, you know, in fairness, what can he say under those circumstances? Yeah. He's not going to make wholesale changes after one game if they lose. I don't think they're going to lose. I think the defense is going to make it hard on South Dakota State. I mean, and I'm not knocking the South Dakota State players, but there's a reason these guys didn't have Power 5 offers. Yes, and now with some, like Adam Bach, clearly he was not recruited enough. He's clearly better than what his recruiting status has showed. They, you do miss on some, and Kirk admits that, that they do miss on some. So, but Adam Bach happens to play the one position where Iowa doesn't really need a lot of help. They're That's fine right. at linebacker. Yeah. But he is a heck of a player, and you don't always hit it right. Sometimes you miss guys that are right there in your backyard. So, but no, but if they lose tomorrow – it's it's oh, I, I don't even want to think about. I mean, no. Monday with Don will be depressing, and Don's going to have to be careful because he doesn't like to go overboard with criticism. No. He respects no. Kirk, but he's also pretty objective. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think they're going to win. I Oh, I definitely. I mean, and then, like I said, the challenges they do lose is to not read too much of, oh, we're three and nine. You don't know. I mean, you don't know. If they lose tomorrow, they could still be three and one after four games. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is it's yes, this it's a good football team we're playing tomorrow, but it's still going to be, in theory, one of the easiest games on our schedule. In theory, because it's an FCS. Team. That's right. Yes, they have less scholarships, less everything. Iowa should win this game. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that doesn't always happen to be the case, but no, it doesn't. But on on paper, Iowa should win this game and solidly. It will be interesting on Monday to get Don's feedback, of course, on Iowa, but all these games that have happened. I can't wait to hear what he says about the Penn State. I mean, it, it will be fun. What, Monday's show is going to be action-packed, and we, I'm guessing Don's going to be on for more than an hour on Monday because there's going to be so much. I hope so. Because I want to go over all the – I want to see what he says about a, what you, you have. I have Notre Dame losing to Ohio State by like 11 points, like 31-20. And I haven't don't have a score in my head, but I thought a couple touchdowns. So yeah, we're in the same. And my pick, my comment, my snarky comment was that Notre Dame's decision makers have to decide if losing to Ohio State on a regular basis in football is worth a hundred million dollars a year. And I think eventually they will decide. Then I have Iowa winning twenty eight to thirteen, and I have Iowa scoring its points on two pick sixes, two point after kicks, four safeties, and two field goals. <laughs> that was a cheap. Petty, immature <laughs> shot at the offense. That's just petty and immature, but I liked it. But that's what those those picks are for, petty and Who immature. Else? I saw an article, and I can't remember the teams that are now talking to the Big Ten about Joe. Um, Washington. They, they, they want to get three or four more Pac-12 teams and Notre Dame. The thing I saw it said four more Pac-5. That would make it – that would give them, what, 19? I think eventually they want to get up to 20 and have Notre Dame and at least – Three or four more pack schools. I think they'd love to get uh, yeah. Stanford. They want to get Washington. They want to get Oregon. Yeah, those are the ones. And there's not much stopping them right now because the Pac-12 doesn't really seem to have a lot going for it right now. Nope, they sure don't. And then they'll probably divide it into maybe two divisions consisting of two five-team pods. Could you see that? Yeah, or four five-team pods. Uh, yeah, I would actually like to see that. That's what I think will happen. And uh, that will. Pr- and then there's going to be a, probably almost every year there's going to be a. 
I was going to have to make a trip out west. And then do you guarantee that, you you know, Iowa's pod probably, you know, Nebraska, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, and Illinois probably. So they don't call it legends and leaders. They won't do that again. Remember that? God. Yeah, that was not good. I no. did. Legends, leaders, and then you have two more pods, also Rands, and <laughs> you got to be kidding. I liked it. And then they were trying to tell you who you're, hey, um, Purdue's going to be your rival now, Iowa. Why? Because we say so. <laughs> you that know, was that such was a disaster. So, that was ridiculous. That was the Big Ten at its worst. And yeah. ironically, they got some a uh, little bit of bad blood going on. They do, but this is short programs. It this is. isn't going to be the kind of thing that will go on forever. And. I mean, Jeff Brom has done well at Purdue, but he's also struggled at times. I, yep, I yes. think his offense and the few upsets he pulls off every now and then overlook the fact that they've been pretty mediocre at times under Jeff Brom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And their defense needed to stand up last night. They had that chance to win. All they needed was one stop. It kind of reminded me of the Iowa-Wisconsin game back in, was it 19, when they ended up – when they scored the touchdown and it caused Phil Parker to shift to the cash. Remember when Neiman got beat by the shifty yeah. receiver? Yes. That, that Iowa, Aberderis. Iowa just had a, Iowa just had to, Iowa just had to get one stop and they win that game. And they couldn't do it. Was that that Aberderis? I don't think it was Aberderis. It was a guy with initials. I can't remember his name, but he was a shifty, more of a slot receiver. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, but, that was a chance for the defense to make a stand. It didn't happen, and that's that's happened a lot against Wisconsin. Where, I mean, there's it been has. some games that haven't been competitive, but there's been other games where Iowa's been close but needed to make a stand and just couldn't do it. And I, when Clifford completed his first two passes on that last drive, that's when I said Penn State's going to win this game. Yeah, it yeah. just looked like Purdue was on its heels. Clifford was healthy at the time, and Penn State's got good receivers. They do. And they used, did you notice, they used three different running backs? Yes. The one would yes. do the first series, second series, third series. Then they were all about the same, so they went back to the f- guy. They just rotated them. Yeah. And I, they were all fresh and good. I didn't see a huge difference between no. any of them. And I didn't think Penn State's offensive line was great. No. I thought it was very pedestrian. No. I thought there weren't a lot of running lanes. That, if I'm a Penn State fan, that's a concern because that's going to keep them from being elite is they just don't have good balance right now. Well, offense. I don't think they're going to compete against I don't the, either. the I, top of the I East. think Penn State's an 8-4, and 9-3 and three type team. That's what it, I, Maybe. Yeah, and that's just not that's not elite. No. I mean, that's not I could see. I didn't me, understand that. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did? <laughs> Well, you know, she's a little, I mean. She's snippy. She is. I mean, well, then she should learn. She needs to learn to understand. What is she? the problem? I don't know. It's one of those stupid <laughs> Alexas or but Cortana you, or something. Asking can you anything. tell her to mind her own business? Oh, I'm, I'm sure you can. I don't know how, why is she's there Bixby? at all. Is that It might be. Yeah, I'll turn it off. So is Bixby a, a female? Yeah. It's, it's, Bill Bixby. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Bill Bixby. Courtship of Eddie's father. Remember yeah. that show? Yeah, my favorite Marshall. Yeah. And he was also Bailey's bad boy on Andy Griffith. Yeah. Remember he ran over, the, he knocked the produce truck off the road and there was celery somebody, in his back seat? Somebody hit me up. I think on the phone called me after you said, I don't know, what, and I don't even remember what what is uh, Hulu or something. And, and uh, he says, he knows everything up to 1971. <laughs> I got when I was walking the other day on Summit. Somebody rolled down their window and yelled, Whoa! <laughs> Gave me one of those. I got one of those. I get those every once in a while. I'm woke because I associate with you guys. I am woke. Woke. Woke.
<laughs> and I just kind of laughed. I get a lot of honks from people that listen and they yeah they know you? the they know the route. I'm not sure if I'm going today. Isn't it supposed to be really hot today? Uh, yeah, I may take today off, but we'll see. So is it 10:30? It's past. Okay. Well, um, like I said, everybody have a good, safe weekend. Football starts tomorrow, which means we have our first post Don Patterson Monday podcast on Monday. And like I said, I'm hopefully we're talking about a win. So no Saturday show tomorrow, but we I'm going to call in from Monday. home. I'll call in for 15, 20 minutes. We can kind of go over a few. It'll, is that you and Hunter tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. Oh.